Welcome to Radio Free Culture from WFMU, where we examine issues at the intersection of digital media and the arts. My name is Cheyenne Homan, and in this episode, we'll be talking about the Creative Commons Global Summit, happening this month in Seoul, Korea. Our guest this week is Jane Park, who works on platform initiatives at Creative Commons and previously launched the School of Open, which educates the public about Creative Commons licenses and resources. So my name is Jane Park and I work at Creative Commons. I've been with Creative Commons for many years and I lead our platform initiative, which is basically working with communities of users on major platforms to curate um, and grow the amount of Creative Commons content on the web. And so this fall, you're going to be participating in the Creative Commons Global Summit. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. The Creative Commons Global Summit is a massive global event, and it only happens once every two years. Um, The last summit occurred in Buenos Aires, and the one before that was in Warsaw, Poland. This year, it is in Seoul, South Korea. It's kind of like the Olympics. Um, Our affiliates in over 80 countries around the world kind of bid to be the host for the summit that particular year. And Seoul won out this year. And it'll be the first time that the summit is being hosted in Seoul um, or in Asia for a long time, actually. And um, the summit will take place on October 15th through the 17th over three days. And there will be a day beforehand for all of our um, global community to meet and work on issues. Our global community comprises around 300 to 400 or more people. And I think the summit probably has around that many people registered. I'm not sure yet whether there will be a remote video component, but there are definitely um, ways to participate virtually through our Slack Global Summit channel. So if you go to summit.creativecommons.org, that's the website for the summit. It has all the information about the sessions and the programs and how you can participate and how you can um, look at the session descriptions and figure out what you might be interested in. In terms of experiencing the sessions afterwards, we may video some of them, definitely some of the keynotes. We have four really great keynotes lined up and more. Um, It's all on the Summit website. And what I'm looking most forward to is meeting up with my uh, community of CC, CC creators and users and hardworking volunteers for the first time in two years and seeing them all in person. And the sessions that I'm directly involved in or leading that I'm excited about are Um, One is a uh, panel discussion on the future of design and how Creative Commons might play a role in that. So that includes things like 3D um, printing, um, open hardware, and even things like human-centered design. A second session that I'm leading with others is a session on user communities around the commons and how we might better surface the commons on major platforms like Free Music Archive, like Vimeo, like, like SoundCloud, and how... We might build in gratitude features. How can users um, who download other people's works and remix them thank the creators? Um, Stuff like that. Then a third session that I'm also excited about is one that will be led by our collaborators, Wikimedia Commons, which fuels all of Wikipedia. They will be leading a session around their community and how to upgrade to the 4.0 license for all of Wikipedia and all of the media on Wikimedia Commons. So really excited about that one. Did you do much of the planning for the event or is that sort of like 
do you scout programming? Do you, did you help with any of that process for setting up? Yeah. So I was um, in charge of managing the platform track. There are different streams um, that the sessions fall under. And the platform one was for me in terms of the committee that organizes a summit. I was not um, directly on that, but five of our staff, Creative Commons staff were on that committee along with our affiliates and along with um, people from CC Korea who are the ones actually hosting the summit physically. Um, and they're the ones that really get the credit for for really organizing everything. It's going to be at the one of the national museums of in Korea, if not the only one <laughs> um, in the city. So we're really excited. Yeah, so the summit's only a couple of days. Are you going to spend more time in Seoul or are you just going to pop over and do it and then come home? I think most of us are planning because it's not um, often that we get to um, travel all the way over to Asia. Um, it's actually my second time in Korea. The first one was an, a Creative Commons event as well, an Asia-Pacific regional one. So this time, the first week will be all work-related. You know, the conference is three days, um, but there'll be a day before and after to debrief um, and prepare. And then I'm taking a week off after um, to uh, kind of travel around the Korean countryside and see bits I haven't seen before. Are there specific things that you can accomplish at a global summit that you can't in your normal like day-to-day Creative Commons work? And if so, like what are those things? I think working on the big picture ideas of why we're doing this in the first place, that's a huge one. And getting re-motivated, seeing everybody in person, that kind of energy that exists um, from people all over the globe and exchanging ideas in this diverse arena is something that you can't really do online. And so resetting every two years and gauging, is this a, are we on the right track? Are these the goals we want to achieve? Why are we doing this? And resetting our kind of vision and mission. And then new projects that come out of the summit. I think that's another huge um, reason why we do it. A lot of new projects come out because people are excited and, and creative. You get a bunch of people in a room together um, and great creative things come out of that. And so that's exciting as well. So you said that you've been to a couple of the ones in the past. What sorts of things have come out of past conferences? A lot of cool things have come out. One thing was um, this um, Institute for Open Leadership idea that came out um, when people were lamenting the fact that, you know, we wish we had more people in institutions and governments who would push forward open policies for things like educational resources or scientific data. It seems like a no-brainer, but um, a lot of people in these institutions aren't up to speed on how licenses even work or how what open policies are. And so together with the Hewlett Foundation and others, um, we decided, we launched a year or two ago the Institute for Open Leadership to address those issues. And that basically gathers 15 to 20 fellows through an application process that are in institutions around the world. And they basically participate in a week-long training around open policies and how licenses work and the domains and how to do outreach and how to become an advocate for openness in the Bay Area. And then afterwards, they go back to their respective countries and they work on their capstone project, which is usually trying to get an open policy implemented at their institution. It may be too late by the time people are listening to this at the very beginning of October to register and show up in Seoul for the conference, um, but not too late to, as you said, participate virtually either concurrently or or after the the event. Um, So should they mark their calendar? Is it always in autumn for 2017? For 2017, I would say, I'm not sure, actually. It could be in the summer. It really depends on how far ahead we start planning. And <laughs> this year we didn't um, start planning in advance too too much. Um, it also depends on the host country. 
um, and what they have available. Um, so it could be it could be summer one year or spring or even fall. Um, so yeah, but I would just say look for news in 2017. <laughs> okay. I guess the last thing I was going to ask you was, what are you most excited about in going to the conference? I think I really just want to spend time with um, all of my friends who I work with remotely, but only see in person <laughs> every so often, um, once every couple of years. And it'd be great to see everyone's faces. And um, really, I'm really looking forward to getting inspiration from my peers on how to go forward with my work in a more thoughtful way. Um, and the creativity that comes out of that. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to, seeing everyone. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, thank you. Okay, bye, Diane. Right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Radio Free Culture is produced by WFMU and the Free Music Archive. Our theme song this week is The Spider-Man's Nano Loop by Uncle Bibby, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org under a Creative Commons Attribution License. For more information about the Global Summit happening October 14th through 17th, 2015, please visit summit.creativecommons.org.